You're listening to Those Dram Ginzers with your hosts, John and Zach. Hey everyone, I'm John. And I'm Zach. And welcome to Those Dram Ginzers where we drink bourbon and talk about it. Welcome back, everybody. We took a we took a nice break there, so I apologize that you had no content to go back or go over. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I had to take a little break uh, with my wife and I having our our, our kiddo. So uh, thank you guys for letting us do that. Thank you guys for letting us take some time off and um, just kind of I don't know getting used to dad life. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, John. To be fair. Connor was coming one way or the other. <laughs> so, I mean. Yeah. Did no, you like his – I don't know how he got – he must have got to my phone somehow. Did uh, you like no. his uh, his I, little Facebook post on I, the group? I, I did like his little Facebook post. <laughs> that dram baby. <laughs> um, we, we should make I put, a onesie I put onesies that on. I put onesies on the, um, on the shop and I bought him all three. How did they turn out? They look pretty good. Yeah. They're a little like stretched, okay, like vertically. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But they're also the the smallest I had was six months, so sure, it's, sure. Uh, they're a little big on him. Understandable. Yeah. Him being He's, what, but, like... he, but he is getting a little too big for all the newborn stuff. So I think yes. we have to switch over to zero to three. All right, all right. Yeah. Um, so how old is he now? How many three weeks? Weeks. Oh my It'll gosh! A month already next week. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Papa John. Right. <laughs> the cool one. Mm-hmm. Not the weirdo pizza dude. Not the weirdo pizza dude. Yeah. The legit bourbon dude. <laughs> um, so while we were on break, uh, there wasn't short of content being done. Uh, Zach had Zach and Rob did an episode, but we're going to call it the last episode because yeah. we're not sure what happened with it. So maybe maybe the, if we find it and figure it out, maybe we'll drop it later. But you know, we'll see. But um, I also was able to because I was off, uh, was able to head down to Liberty Pole. Shocker. We're talking about Liberty Pole. What? Uh, because the uh, Whiskey Rebellion Festival Committee um, and and the and the, the Huff family from Liberty Pole got uh, six other distilleries, so seven total, six other distilleries to come together and bring um, their best rye barrel that they had or what they thought would be a good one to blend it all together for a whiskey rebellion special reserve rye whiskey blend. So seven different distilleries, seven different barrels, and they're going to have 500 bottles. And I think they said it's going to be around 80 with tax, maybe. Yeah, I think I remember you saying um, about that. Yeah, it was like 79.95 or something, some silly weird number. Just round it up. Um, that comes out tomorrow, <laughs> doesn't it? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, uh, oh tenth, yeah tomorrow right? it's either tomorrow or oh dang i didn't have i don't have the uh, well i'll I think, link I think the they site said the 10th is when it comes out is that what it was that's what i heard uh, pre-sales pre-sales were coming out on 10th pre-sales the 10th okay. so um you're gonna listen to some audio i got i was able to set up um some all the audio equipment and record kind of the whole the whole process which was pretty cool basically what they did is they had this they, they brought their their barrels they Mix them all together at the end of the event, and then they're putting it in a used dad's hat barrel, 53-gallon barrel, and it's sitting in that barrel for two more months. 
So now the age statement on the on the label says nine months, minimum of nine months, because it varied in age. Uh, right. the dad's hat was the youngest and it was three months or excuse me, nine months. And, um, Wiggle had a three and a half year mm-hmm. and then everyone else fell in between. And then, and then in the audio yeah. that, that we're, that you're going to listen to in a little bit, you actually get to hear, uh, they'll, they'll say all the different specs of their barrel. I think but, Liberty Pole was like 18 months. Is that like what that. it said? I think, I think it, I, I, you know, something. But it was neat. So everyone sat around the table, um, East Distillery stood up and talked about their, their, their whiskey that they brought to the table, uh, everyone at the table got to try it, mm-hmm. and we all voted yay or nay, or thumbs up, thumbs down, if it should be allowed into the blend, right? which was kind of funny. And, of course, everyone said yes because this was like a pre-thing, but it was still kind of a cool little ceremonial thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had a, a little container in the middle that whatever was left over of like the sample bottle that they brought of that barrel, like they poured it in – that container and like as like a ceremonial like little blend that's cool <clears throat> but they did the big blend in the back oh yeah but i'll tell you what we were, we were very i said this multiple times when i was there we were very fortunate to be there that they invited us down i completely underestimated what was happening because i was thinking okay 15 maybe 20 people there didn't really think this was going to be this big thing. And I'm going right. to put pictures up. There were at least 40 to 50 people there. Yes. Like Liberty Pole's front lobby was packed. And I looked around at one point and was like, oh, this is this is bigger than – this is way bigger than what we thought. Like I'm so glad I'm here. <laughs> and I kept thinking, damn it, Zach. Why didn't you take off work? <laughs> I wanted to, man. I wanted yeah, to so no, bad. Well, cut. I, I, I was fortunate enough because I was already off from, from the baby, so – that's how I was able to go down. But um Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, I got the show, I did, but the show got interviewed by a local radio station down there. Does like a lot more like oldies. Um so I had explained what a podcast was. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um and then um got to meet all the distillers. Mm-hmm. And you'll also hear I did a little quick interview with each one of them. We'll we'll yeah. talk about that a little bit more in a second. And then um we uh we we, we went "Quote unquote semi-famous because I got to meet Bob Batch Jr., who's a writer for the Post Gazette. Hello, and uh, we've linked out the article already that he that he wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, uh, yeah, he gave us a little shout out and and tagged our our Facebook like page on, on the that. article. So I thought that was pretty cool. Thank but you, good sir. Would you would you would you imagine that we would have had some sort of shout out in a Pittsburgh Post Gazette article at this point? Not even a little bit." Dude, no, I'm pretty. I'm pretty jazzed with like how quickly this is picking up steam. Mm-hmm. Like this is really exciting. I mean, on my way home, I called you, huh? Like yeah. I didn't even wait till like now, mm-hmm. like when we're talking. Nope. No, no, we no, had I like a good and was hour like and a half conversation. Seen my mind. Yeah, on the way home. <laughs> oh, I so wish I could have been there. I should have taken off work. So the audio that we have here for you first mm-hmm. is uh, Kevin Huff was the MC of the night. Mm-hmm. So you hear him first, and then they go around. Each distiller goes around, like I said, talks about their their whiskey that they brought, gives the specs, lets everybody try it. People kind of, you know, bring up um, their certain tasting notes and whatnot. Right. But um, that's the audio that we're going to put in here right now for you. So on behalf of the entire Huff family, thank you everyone for coming out here. I know everyone has busy schedules and, and, and whatnot, so we really do appreciate. 
Um, we really do appreciate your guys' time to, to come celebrate. As Trip says, community. Today, this is the celebration of some of the best parts of, of both whiskey uh, distilling as well as the community of Washington. By the way, this mic is actually not meant to broadcast. We're live streaming today uh, on those Dram Yinzers podcast. So uh, an awesome whiskey forward podcast. So uh, there won't be any sound coming out of my microphone, but the audio will be nice and good for, for those Dram Yinzers. So uh, I have the privilege today of emceeing the, the whiskey tasting event. So basically the style of today's uh, whiskey blending is we'll have uh, seven of, in my opinion, some of the best distilleries in, in Pennsylvania. Uh, we'll go through in the country. In the country. Excuse me. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And, uh, and we're lucky enough, we have, the, we have the founders of all the distilleries. Like Tripp said, Rob was stuck in the accident. He should be here, we believe, before the end. So uh, we'll, we'll, try to, uh, we'll try to get him uh, in the blend as well. I'll introduce everyone. Then we also have the privilege, uh, we have some really talented local whiskey experts. So I'll go through, I'll introduce everyone. We're going to go through, individually have the group try all of the whiskeys, right? So they'll give their feedback. And then uh, as a group, we will decide whether or not the whiskey is worthy of being entered into the first ever Whiskey Rebellion Special Reserve Blend. So um, starting with the distillers, uh, we have Andrew Martin of Thistle Finch Distillery in Lancaster. <laughs> we have Jim Hoff of Liberty Pole Spirit here in Washington. My dad. Uh, hey, dad. Dad, also, is <laughs> also known as that. Huzzah. Uh, Rob Castle will be joining us from New Liberty out in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So we'll give him a, a big round whenever he gets here. Uh, we have Herman Mihalich of Dad's Hat uh, Rye Whiskey in Bristol, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Formerly of Manesson, Pennsylvania. So excited to have some pierogies today. Uh, very much so. Uh, we have Mark Meyer of, of Wiggle Whiskey in Pits, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mike Smith of Barrel 21 Distillery out in State College. Yeah. And then we're lucky enough, we have Lori Dominic filling in today for Ed Belfour of our friend's uh, Red Pump Spirits here in Washington, Pennsylvania. Thank you, Lori. <laughs> and then our special whiskey experts today. So uh, we have John Maialia of Those Dram Yinzers podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Noah of Pennsylvania Libations, uh, a wine sommelier, whiskey expert, and craft spirit uh, connoisseur, and a huge, huge supporter. So thank you very much. We have Max Miller, the president and chief tasting officer of Raise Your Spirits, an awesome new business that provides really cool experiences uh, centered around whiskey. So thank you, Max, for being here. <laughs> um, Trip Klein will also be part of our tasting panel, Whiskey uh, Festival, Whiskey Rebellion Overlord. Trip, thank you for all that you have done and, and all the hours of effort that you've put into this. And then we have Aaron Hyduke of the Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends, an awesome local group that loves whiskey almost more than we do, I think. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, almost, almost. <laughs> um, so as we go through these, uh, we've asked the, the, the tasting panel to, be, uh, to give their feedback, right? talk about it. Uh, each individual distiller will go through and, and describe their whiskey. As an audience, feel free, be interactive, Right? Ask questions as they go through it. Uh, and then at the end, we'll have a, a group vote. At the very end, perhaps the best part is, uh, as we blend these whiskeys together, everyone in attendance today uh, will get to try uh, the first ever uh, sample of the Whiskey Rebellion Special Reserve 2019 blend. So uh, make sure you stick around for that. It'll be a lot of fun. 
Uh, we're going to start out with, with Jim, my dad, uh, of Liberty Pole Spirits. So, Dad, feel free. Uh, talk about the whiskey and, and, and start passing out the glasses. Cool. Do uh, that, I can't reach the mic, so... Uh, oh, there we go. Um, I, I do want to make a correction. I think Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends actually like whiskey more than we do. <laughs> Just from what I'm guessing. Uh, um, so, thanks everybody for coming. Um, we are super excited to be here. I'm going to talk about our, our rye whiskey. Um, Herman, Sam Klemlenik, who can't be here today, noted whiskey historian, has guaranteed the Huff family that our whiskey qualifies as a Monongahela rye, even containing a little bit of wheat. Um, our, our, our rye is a four-grain rye. Uh, our mash bill is 61% rye, 13% malted rye, 13% wheat, and 13% malted barley. The wheat is really kind of what sets our whiskey, rye whiskey, apart a little bit from a lot of the rye whiskeys on the market. Um, we like the wheat because we think the wheat softens our rye a little bit. Uh, so when I pass this around to the tasting panel, Herman, pass those around. Uh, we, we think that, you know, you, you get the characteristic spiciness that you look for in a, in a Monongahela rye, but with just a little bit of a, of a subtleness that, that the wheat introduces. This, um, I think we're still good. This, um... This batch that we're contributing to the uh, blend is a is a 19 month old batch. Uh, it was uh, it was distilled 19 months ago. Uh, it's been aging in a 15 gallon uh, char three barrel for 19 months. So, uh, cheers and um, comments. Mark still needs one. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Feel Cheers. free to talk. Talk about it. John, talk about how delicious that? it is. Are you <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's our whiskey. I didn't even realize. <laughs> um, I, the proof on this, uh, our barrel entry proof is around 115. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't get the actual proof on this, but it's probably around 113 to 115. And you said it was 15 gallon? 15 gallon. 15 gallon char three. If your nose is too big to get in the glass, is that a problem? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, Mike. <laughs> I feel you. So, so, now that we've all had a chance to taste it, uh, what we'll do, sort of gladiator style and I, I or nay, um, if you guys feel that this is now worthy of entering into uh, the Whiskey Rebellion blend, either give a thumbs up or a thumbs down. So, uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> on a 3 2 reveal. Into the blend right. if, if, you, if you may honor, uh, have the honor of pouring the rest of the barrel sample into the uh, ceremonial blending tank. So, cheers. Too. So today we'll go back, we'll blend it. The barrels, the whiskey will sit with each other. 
You'll become friendly. The whiskeys will get to know each other. And a dad's hat, 53-gallon barrel. They'll sit for a few months. We plan on bottling it uh, around early June, and bottles will be distributed at the end of June. So um, it should be a lot of fun. Next up, we have Herman Mahalich of Dad's Hat, uh, Dad's Hat Rye Whiskey. So, Herman? Well, um, I'm, I'm thrilled to be out here because I'm a, even though we're, we're in Bucks County out in eastern Pennsylvania, I'm originally a Mon Valley guy. Grew up in Manesson, Pennsylvania, so this is really exciting for me to come back to the scene of the crime uh, years ago and, and, uh, and bring our whiskey back here and, and have it uh, blended with all these other really nice products here out in, in, uh, in Pennsylvania. So we, we make a, um, a Pennsylvania-style rye. We have, we're 80% grain. 20% malt, which is a fair amount of malt. And um, uh, so we're, we're a little more, we're not a four grain. We're only um, malt, uh, barley malt and rye, and that's all. But um, ours is um, a very strong expression of, that, of, that, uh, of the malt side. So we, we, use, we don't use distiller's malt. We use a, um, a, a two-row brewer's malt, which we think you'll, um, in fact, this expression, I think you'll find it has a very strong malt. Um, a malt characteristic to it, which we think is going to blend very well with uh, what I th- what I consider to be a very nice fruit side on yours. And, and having tasted the rest of them, we're all trying to gra- gather different dimensions on the flavor profile. So I, I think I'm, I'm hoping ours with its malt uh, uh, dimension will contribute well to the blend. Thanks, Herman. <laughs> what, what's the age? You'll hear about it. Herman, what's the age? This is uh, roughly nine months in a 15 gallon barrel. You're 15. Any char? <laughs> char, you have a char local? It's a char four. Char four. Char four, uh, uh, Mich- uh, uh, Missouri oak. It's really Very malty. Very malty. I picked this specifically for its malt. More rich. Yeah, it's okay. Again, as as a group, right? As this has this whiskey uh, earned the right to enter into the 2019 Whiskey Rebellion blend? Iron Eye and Razor Thumb from Anesson. Congratulations, Herman! You've been accepted into the blend. (laughs) Feel free pour your uh, pour the remaining of your sample into uh, the ceremonial uh, blending uh, glass. And two tasters as you taste it. At the end, if you want to dump the remainders in, don't feel like you have to drink every every bit of it. You we don't feel like we have to. We yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of want to. Yeah. yeah. Twist my arm. Yeah, they were in a All right, so two down, five more to go. So, Mark, are you uh, are you ready? Awesome. Next up, we have Mark Meyer of, of Wiggle Whiskey. Four on that. So I, I want to um, thank everybody for inviting us. And you know, we started our distillery in 2011, and we started it because of the history of whiskey in Western Pennsylvania. Um, some of you may not know that, but before Kentucky, there was Pennsylvania. Uh, by the turn of the century, Pennsylvania, Western PA, including Washington County, was making a half barrel of whiskey for every person in the United States of America. 
Washington County had one still for every 10 families. Our distillery is named after Philip Wiggle, one of the two men indicted for treason during the Whiskey Rebellion. And George Washington, of course, did the right thing and pardoned him. And he <laughs> went out and lived and died a natural death. Okay, so we have a rye whiskey. Our whiskey, our rye <coughs> whiskey is a bit rye forward. We do have some wheat um, to soften it a bit with some malted barley. And the whiskey that we uh, brought today is from a 53-gallon barrel. Um, we've aged it three years and eight months. And the um, proof that is in the glass is about 105 right now. Our entry proof is anywhere between usually around 110. This probably was 110. I don't know exactly what it was. And um, our um, rye tends to be a little bit peppery, has some cinnamon notes to it. Um, so I hope you enjoy it. I'll pass it around. And again, we're very, very glad to be here. If you don't realize, there is an open bar. So <laughs> you, you, can, you can taste it. And no, no, we want you to look at us drinking. <laughs> hey, Ellen, if that's Fred Minnick on the phone, tell him we're calling. Are we good? You need to have it done on the mask. No worries. Any questions from the audience as we go through this? Well, can we ask the tasting panel which one they've liked best so far? They wouldn't remember anyway. <laughs> last one they drink. Well, last Mark, what, what, what's the proof? Well, um, I have to look at my about. It's a 105. 105.7. 105. Yeah. This, is, this is black pepper all over the yeah, place. Mm -hmm. It's spice. From the finish. It's not, it doesn't get you right away, but it's very nice. It tastes good. The nuttiness in there, too. Yeah. And it's a 53 gallon. It's a 53 gallon. It's a punch on the front side. Yeah, yeah. It's, like a, it's great. No, just playing. That's We We pre-screened everyone. And only except in the best distilleries in Pennsylvania. When the actual distilling happens, there'll be arm wrestling. Yes. Everyone get a chance to, to, to sit with the wiggle, enjoy it. Mm -hmm. As a group, right, we shall yeah. vote again. So on a, on a reveal, do, do, does the wiggle uh, get accepted into the Whiskey Rebellion blend on three? One, two, three. All right. For the, All right. For the, All right. for the strip district, for the strip district on the north side. <laughs> Congratulations, Mark, on uh, being accepted into the Rebellion blend. Mike, are you ready? Awesome. Next up, Mike Smith from Barrel 21. We haven't really made anybody sweat yet. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you all for having us here. It's a real privilege eh, to be here, be part of this event, um, also be surrounded in peers with all of these great distillers from across Pennsylvania. Um, we brought our rye whiskey. Um, it's a two-year-old whiskey. Uh, we're at about 110 proof in there. We're rye heavy on it, so we have about 78% Danko rye in there. Uh, balance made up with a little bit of malted rye, malted uh, barley, and a little bit of Wapsi Valley corn. Um, yeah, it's in uh, number four char, 53 gallon barrels. Uh, and it's actually a blend of probably about six barrels that we put into this. Do you know what the, what the percentage of corn is? Uh, the corn is about 6%. Okay. So, a really small amount there. 
What did you say the proof was? The proof is about 110. 110? Yep. Awesome. We go into the barrel at 110 as well. Oh, okay. So it stays pretty consistent. Nice. And your barrel size? Mm -hmm. 53 gallons. It's 53 also. Yep. Got it. State a lot, and I used to go in the autos all the time, but I didn't, uh, I hadn't, I wasn't Not aware, but now I gotta make a trip. <laughs> so, so, everyone had a chance to see what they Well, <laughs> that's what we are. I just think it's a beautiful smoke. It's a, this is a beautiful whiskey. It's, it's pretty. I mean, that's all I can buy. It's pretty it's awesome. Sweet. Sounds like I know what direction this one is heading. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> you would think. Uh, so as a group, right, again, has Barrel 21 earned the right to be entered into the 2019 whiskey <laughs> review by Imblad? Oh, State College. Uh, a unanimous uh, eye for go. State College. Awesome. Mike, feel free to go ahead and add your whiskey to the blend. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> well done, Another right. recruiting Mike, tool. Mike, you realize this is a very pit-centric distillery. Tough <laughs> <laughs> crowd. That's, what, that's when the arm wrestling comes in later. Zach <laughs> uh, Penn State just dominated at wrestling. So. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you want to go next? Yeah. It was awesome. crazy last night. All right, next up we'll have Andrew Martin of, of Thistlefish. And I bet you probably speak into that. So I'm Andrew Martin with Russell Finch Distillery. We opened in 2013, also very inspired by the history of rye whiskey in Pennsylvania and have been super excited since we opened to be part of bringing that back, you know, the production that was so prevalent in Pennsylvania. So our whiskey is, um, Nashville is 60% rye, 30% wheat, and 10% malted barley, give or take. Um, we age in new charred oak. Um, I think the blend we brought today was from one of our char four barrels, and that was a black water barrel, so the barrel came out of North Carolina. Um, and the barrel proof is somewhere around 125, although the sample you'll be drinking is 90 proof. So, cool. Maybe sliding is easier than that. Yeah. Andrew, all 53 gallons? Yeah. All 53s. Yeah, we've never used. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were out there a couple weeks ago yeah. visiting. 
great distillery. When I come to Lancaster, where will it, where would I find you? Uh, four blocks from the center of town. There you go. I know exactly yep. where you are. Near the market? Really cool distillery. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, really, four blocks really from the market on the Grand Street, which is actually okay. the alley. It goes right past Central Market. Okay. So we have one of the owners from uh, the Kettle Kitchen. Kitchen Kettle Kitchen Village? Kettle, yeah, Village. was up here. She's yeah. She's Washington Jefferson Grand. Nice. So, yeah. That's it's right down the street. five minutes from where I grew up at Kitchen Kettle Village. Now, do you do any? Do you guys or have you released anything at Cast Strength, or do you typically always proof them? We have not yet. We've only done a straight whiskey. Our first barrel of Cast Strength is ready. We'll have a bonded whiskey probably this fall. Oh, awesome! So we got a barrel that's past the mark, but very cool. Hanging out. Shall we bring us to a vote? Awesome. Everyone, does Thistle Finch's whiskey, uh, they earn the right to be entered into the 2019 Special Whiskey Rebellion for the Bullhead Reserve. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Three. Go ahead. Go ahead. Very nice. Sample bottle's really big, so we'll pour. It's like a slight licorice cola note in there. Yeah. Are you using right mm. No. That's nice. Laura, you ready? the Excuse my uneducated <laughs> representative. Yes. I have notes. So this is a classic Monongahela style high rye. Um, all rye grain. Aged in a barrel for about 11 months. It's uh, 90 proof. And that's about all I have. <laughs> so. We're excited to try it. fun. <laughs> I would just like to comment that, that uh, Red Pump is one of our local distilleries. We, we are literally five blocks from Red Pump, uh, where we sit today, and they're just up on Main Street. So, uh, and Ed and Judy had a pre-planned trip to Colorado um, to see their son over there. So uh, we're glad Lori could join us. Yeah. Well, in addition to the whiskeys, they do the cordials, too, yeah. that are just yes. awesome. The blood orange, we can't even keep it on our shelf. Yes. can't. Yes. It's so popular. Don't leave this park in the street. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I email Ed once a week and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. I I I I I I I I it's, 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 it's got a beautiful apple smell to it. It's wonderful. Herman, just to tell you, he makes some of the finest liqueurs that you'll ever have. So uh, his peach, oh, yeah. his uh, blackberry, his cherry liqueurs. No, I'm not, I'm, talk, I'm not talking about flavors added. I'm talking about the intrinsic. No, 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 but I'm just saying he's used to the fruit. The fruit. This, has a, this has a really nice, you know, the, the you know, malaic, ester, wonderful 
this has a wonderful apple top note that's going to one of the nice things about doing a blend is that you take all these different things together and you put them together and you got you get the pepper coming from um, uh, from from wiggle and you've got you know ours is malty and you've got you know pepper spice black you know and all these things together and it's just all those things this this has that wonderful that, that just so what's the so what's the what's the youngest that we had on the on the table today? I think it's I think it's I think it's ours. No, yeah, it's, uh, no, no, ours was only nine months. Yeah, we're the youngest, yeah. And then the and the oldest was the three. Yeah. 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 It's a nice band. No, it, it's a it's a it's, it's gonna be a wide. Oh yeah, no, that's that's great because you hit you hit all those different points in that aging process, and mm-hmm. some it, of those different notes. It, it, yeah, it, fill, it fills out all those all those yeah, spots. Yeah, exactly. You know? Rounds it off. Mm-hmm. No, well, this is it's well made. It's very nice. So those, those of you who are interested, um, and I'll ask Lars to hold it up there. Um, that's the actual approved that label. It, it's that fruit, the bottle that we'll this be, is, be this producing. Is like a, like a dried thing. apple. It's nice. You pick the whole thing up. Yeah. That's the uh, blend label that was approved late last week uh, that we'll be releasing um, April April 10th. You'll be able to order uh, delivery uh, in late June. Uh, we're going to let, uh, as Kevin indicated, the, the um, uh, all these whiskeys to marry in a barrel for approximately two months before we bottle. So uh, we'll invite some of you. Certainly everyone's welcome to come back for the bottling party. Absolutely. And uh, help yeah. us label by hand. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you do come back to label, you have to dress in period costume. You have to dress. This is my favorite. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is. I drink this all day long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I dress like ours. We just started the last 750s too, because before it was just a 370. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely going to be making a trip. Yeah, exactly. So I call it. I'll bring as many Pittsburgh whiskey friends along with me before we. Uh, before we finalize uh, Red, Red Pump's offering, um, I, did, I do want to mention that the Whiskey Rebellion Festival that we conduct annually uh, is the product of the uh, David Bradford House Museum, uh, which literally you can see the back of. If you, if you look over, over top of the, uh, uh, you can see the black, uh, the black roof there. That's right next to the Bradford House. Built in 1788 by David Bradford, one of the leaders of the Whiskey Rebellion who was one of the uh, few that weren't pardoned by George Washington. Uh, he fled to uh, Spanish uh, uh, Southwest Florida at the time and uh, was not pardoned until John Adams uh, offered him a pardon after uh, Thomas Jefferson had repealed the, the whiskey tax. Uh, so we are excited to, uh, you know, to be part of this, and uh, the, uh, uh, the, the, the Bradford House Museum is uh, proud to annually offer the Whiskey Rebellion uh, festival to the community, uh, but if you do get a chance, I'd invite the whiskey friends and uh, all of the uh, all the uh, all the rest of you to uh, come into town and uh, support the, uh, the David Bradford House. Visit the museum; it's a, a showcase of uh, 18th century uh, architecture and uh, uh, and the uh, the history of uh, of Main Street here in Washington. So, thank you very much for being here. Thank you. Welcome. By, by the way, I, I like to offer a comment. Ellen Huff, who has been the a bit, a bit of the backbone of this, I mean, she has done. I, I, you know, I don't know what what all the other work has been done, but from my perspective, she's done a great job spearheading spearheading this, getting everyone involved, providing the energy. 
and, 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 and a toast. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. Here, here. Huzzah! 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 I'm sitting on an empty glass. I need one more. We can pour more. Pour him some. I don't take my hat off very often. <laughs> <laughs> Hats off to you. Thank you. Are we? Dad's never without his hat. For the good of rye whiskey in Pennsylvania, this day had to happen. Pennsylvania has been better at whiskey making than Kentucky. And so today, because you're all my friends and you've helped us all with our whiskey production, every single person on this panel, it is such an honor to have you here. So to Pennsylvania Whiskey, to people like Carmen, and to the great people that sit here at this table, thank you for Pennsylvania. Huzzah! Huzzah! Oh my so so the, hops, the hops have a kind of a toast that we like to do. Um, That'll work. We call it three more minutes. <laughs> so if you don't know it, listen to it and, and, and use it when you have a next gathering, but it's, you know, it's the ship's toast. So whoever knows it, chime in. There are wooden ships, ships and iron ships, ships and, and ships, ships that sail the sea. sea. But the, the best ships are friendships, friendships and may they always be. Cheers. For this is the best Thursday afternoon ever. Poor <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lori's been sitting here waiting to see if her whiskey actually made that. The suspense is Alright, so as on. Oh my god. She's like, has Red Palm earned the right to be entered into the Whiskey Rebellion special blend? On three. One, two, three. Main Street, Washington. Lori, congratulations. Do we want to ask Aaron to talk a little bit about with P Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends? Please do. Yes, Aaron. No. Aaron, the show has never heard about you before, so please. Yeah, never. Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends has never been on those Ramgins. Uh, well, first, those Ramgins is uh, one of the best podcasts. Oh, thank you. Local Pittsburgh. Uh, Talk about all things whiskey locally and otherwise. So shout out to them. I'm glad you guys could be Thank here you. today. Thank you, guys. Cheers. It's the best name ever. It is. It has one of the best logos. That the three rivers and the and the uh, Glencairn. Like you, you just can't. Uh, it's perfection. Um, so Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends, uh, we've been around for almost uh, three years this August. Uh, we were started with the idea of. Uh, uh, trying to bring more of a community organization around whiskey, bringing people together around whiskey, which is what we tend to do when we drink with our friends and family and whatnot. Um, we tried to just push that out and elevate that a little bit, get people more involved, get people excited about what we have in our region, as well as what's happening in the industry on the whole. Um, but our, our, you know, while we're on Facebook and we're social media, our, 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 core, our core belief is that uh, whiskey is better with friends. Um, you know that's that's uh, part of our tagline or you know our, our model. But that's really what it's about is sharing, sharing stories, sharing experiences, and uh, there's something beautiful about uh, about whiskey and, and the history uh, around whiskey and the 
the process, the idea. There's kind of a nostalgia feeling to me. You know, there's when you produce a whiskey. I mean, all of you around here, you know, you're all distillers or work in distilleries, and the product you're producing today may not be experienced for many years from now. And and there's a point in time where you'll cross a threshold. Rob's here. (laughs) Yeah. So you'll cross that threshold where the product you're producing you will never get to experience. And I think that's that's both uh, sad but also kind of a legacy and speaks to speaks to your commitment to your craft and effort and and that's uh, you know I'm big on uh, whiskey bringing out uh, feelings and emotions and past ideas when I taste whiskeys I, I tend to remember things and you know my first experience with whiskey was with my grandfather who was a coal miner uh, in out of Brownsville um, and yeah <laughs> so he was uh, so old granddad was his poor um, you know, and, and which my grandfather and old granddad, I guess, fits together. <laughs> Makes sense. But my uh, my my earliest memory was he had the old granddad swing. It was a big bottle that sat on the old. Uh, there was a swing, and it sat on there, and you could, and and I would play with that. But it was always like, oh, careful, 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 you know. But then later, as I got older, then got the experience, you know, drinking with him and and going to the club with him, to the Slovak club, to the Polish club. And just, you know, uh, watching that camaraderie and those experiences over that. And that's kind of what I tried to bring when we founded Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends, bring that experience and bring people back together. Yeah, so that's what we are. So we, we sometimes <laughs> tell our people on tour that, you know, in the, in the 14th century when the monks were inventing whiskey in Stockholm, that they were, they were searching for the elixir of life. And they got to whiskey and they said, that's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whiskey to be entered into the blend. This is our good friend Rob Castle of New Liberty Distillers. Everyone give a warm welcome to Rob. Rob, sorry about the accident. Thanks for making it out. So uh, the way we've been doing this, and it's very high pressure, uh, we've accepted really only about 75% of the whiskeys. We're going to go around. Everyone's going to taste the whiskey. Um, what I'll do is, I'll, if you're okay with it, I'll give you the floor. You can talk about, um, you know, the mash bill, the whiskey that you have going into the blend today. All right, so uh, I guess I'm going to apologize to start because today is day three of the antibiotic of getting over my bronchitis. So I don't normally have this wonderful Barry White voice. <laughs> I'm glad that's not my mic. Maybe you should keep it. <laughs> but later on, when the lights dim, it sounds way better. <laughs> So um, this is our Millstone Rye. Um, we make it from uh, 60% uh, unmalted barley. I'm sorry, unmalted rye, Brissetto variety rye, and 40% malted. Um, ferment at a bit of a lower temperature, and then age it in Canton cooperage barrels. Uh, the barrel staves themselves, the wood coming from the Ozarks, and uh, air dried of 18 to 24 months um, prior to charring. And this is uh, the char level is actually... It's neither a three nor a four. It's actually in between. And that's just an indication of the number of seconds that it's exposed to the flame. Sweet. Wow. Excellent. Time to taste. Time to taste. Decide if you can do it. Worthy. 
Is there a way for Rob Cook to go through that? We do. Rob, I'll help you. Th thank you for your trip and your, your travels to Western Pennsylvania. You know, it was the uh, rebels who were dragged back across <laughs> the mountains to, to Philadelphia to face trial. Know what you went through. <laughs> I mean, if you get accepted, if you get in, if. Sorry. Rob, Rob, I also want to, I also want to tell you that you know my sister. And Mark? And we'll talk about that later. We're delegating you to dump some of that into the, into the mix. Are we saying this? Yeah. Everyone get a chance to sit with New Liberty, enjoy it, taste yeah. it. I, I have a question. Yeah. Gritty, yay or nay? Yeah. Say what? Gritty, yay or nay? Oh, come on. What size barrel? Uh, 53. This, uh, this guy 53. has been aged maybe uh, a year and four months. Yeah, it's, it's young, but it's tasty. Yeah. It's wonderful. All right, so Rob, the way we've been doing this is sort of a gladiator style um, uh, ceremonial thumbs up, thumbs down, whether or not the whiskey is deserving to enter into the blend. It's, it's been a pretty tough. Seriously, it's a tough, it's a tough crowd to taste through. So, so uh, we're going to change it up this real one stickless. time. So we're going to change it up this one time. You got to wrestle somebody. This might be the one. Might be the one. I'd like the Russian judge. <laughs> All right, so on three, we'll do a yay or an A entry into the uh, the blend. So one, two, three. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Unanimous. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Well, I guess. Yeah. We're not. One of us out here are not fans of Philadelphia, but we'll be this quarter. All right, so. <laughs> So before we stir this up and celebrate it, the, the microphone I've been talking into, this is going live onto uh, John's podcast, Those Dram Yinzers. So real quick, I just want John to talk about the podcast, what, it's, well, what first, you can all hear first, yourself. John, first, I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, that just adds to the editing at the end. <laughs> uh, as Kevin said, we are Those Dram Yinzers. We are a whiskey podcast based right here in Pittsburgh. Uh, we've been around since October, end of October, so we're still kind of young to the podcast um, realm, so we're still learning, but we're figuring it out. Uh, we want to thank everyone here for, for inviting us out. Um, this is something we never thought we would be a part of so, so early on in our, our podcast career, but um, we're, we're excited. I'm saying we because there's another half to the show. Uh, my my co-host, Zach, uh, <laughs> he couldn't get off work today, but... Um, You'll hear his voice if you listen to the show. You can find us on uh, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Spotify, all that, all those fun stuff. But yeah, so definitely hit that subscribe button. But um, what we do is we review basically we review whiskeys, uh, not just PA whiskeys, all whiskeys, all from U.S. whiskeys, Irish whiskeys, Scotches, all that stuff. Uh, and then we have our own rating system. Um, since we are Yinzers, uh, we, ha we figured we put a, a Yinzer twist onto the 
the rating system. So uh, we go off of a buy bar pass rating system, but we change it up, and it's uh, a buy is a has. So you want to buy a bottom, bring it to your has. Uh, if, um, if you're not sure about it, <laughs> if you're not sure about whether or not you want to buy a bottle, um, that would be a bar, which in our case is a Dantan. So you want to go to a bar Dantan and try it. And uh, if it's a pass, if you're just like, this is just not in my taste realm, it's just, this is either it's, you don't like it or it's just bad, uh, it is called a uh, throw it at. So if you don't like it, throw it at. But um, yeah, we, we release new episodes every other week. Uh, we've been off a little bit because I just, uh, my wife and I just had our, our first uh, son, our first cut kid. So uh, thank you. Yeah, there you go. And at, yeah. That part of the, 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 the day was pretty fun to sit around and kind of be part of that conversation. Obviously, you guys didn't hear me much because I felt like I should just sit back and, and listen to the masters talk. You know right, what I mean? Right. So after this, after they did this first part, right, I was able to pull each distiller aside, almost every distiller aside. I feel bad. I didn't get a chance to meet with Red Pump, who's uh, also okay. in Washington. I got her attention, but then someone distracted me with something, and when I looked back, she had already left. Right. So Red Pump, I feel really, really bad that we didn't get something, but we will get something with you guys because you're from Washington, so we can easily meet up with them. Absolutely. So the order of the uh, interviews you're going to hear is going to be Wiggle, Thistle Finch, Barrel 21, Dad's Hat, I actually got to talk with the mayor of Washington. That was kind of cool. New Liberty and obviously Liberty Pole. We sat down with Jim for Liberty Pole. Go ahead and enjoy those interviews now. So I have with me Mark Meyer from Wiggle. Uh, so Mark, um, tell me about what's your role with, uh, with Wiggle. Okay. Uh, I'm one of the owners of Wiggle. And when we started in 2011, um, this is a family... Mm-hmm. Distillery. Yeah. So it's me, my wife, Meredith, my daughter, Alex, her husband, and Eric, my son. Okay. And when we started, I was doing the distilling mm-hmm. and a variety of other things. And now I'm, I'm, I'm doing more whatever needs to be done. But we've grown quite a bit. Um, we started with um, five family members. Mm-hmm. And now we have um, over 100 employees. Wow. And we're making over 30 different spirits um, with whiskey. Mm-hmm. Being uh, our core product, right? We have. Uh, I know Zach and I have a couple, couple different bottles of your stuff at the at our houses uh, already. So um, it was very important to us. I mean, one of the major. We, we started the distillery for a number of reasons. One was we discovered this somewhat forgotten history of whiskey in Western mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and we wanted to revive that. Mm-hmm. And we were really intrigued by the whole story that Western Pennsylvania has that Kentucky really doesn't have. Right. And we wanted to make something using, you know, regional grains and products. Mm -hmm. And so this was just the vehicle to do that. And we've had tremendous community support. Yeah, I mean, you're describing basically what, why we started the show is because, you know, uh, when I would talk to at least I would talk to other people, but even my own understanding of of Pennsylvania whiskey started and ended with Wiggle, because I'm from I'm in Pittsburgh, I live in Pittsburgh, so Wiggle is everywhere in Pittsburgh, you know. And um, 
when I start when I met Aaron from Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends, it was like, oh no, there's there's way more other other distilleries that are that are that are doing great things as well, and that's why we wanted to start the show to, to bring to light what you guys are doing and what everyone here is doing. Right. Because uh, we should we're we should be on the map, darn it. No, you we know? should be. When we started in 2010, when we had the idea, mm-hmm. there were um, um, three distilleries in Pennsylvania. Okay. Lit- Wiggle, Rob Castle's Blue Coat Distillery, uh-huh. and then Herman's Old Dad Hats. Right. And once we changed the legislation, there are now over 100 distilleries in Pennsylvania. Wow. So it's really... Um, it, Steps it's, up. It's, it's like the, um, the small craft um, beer. Right. Um, what, what happened in that industry. Yeah, the boom. Right, exactly, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah. All right, well, thank you, Mark. Um, like thank I said, you. we're going to try to get get with you guys and definitely Absolutely. get uh, a little bit more, maybe a, a wiggle focused episode okay. uh, soon. So. We, yeah, we'd like that. Okay. Cool. All right, so I have uh, Andrew Martin. Is that correct? Yes. Andrew right, Martin Andrew with Martin. Thist- Thistle Finch. So, uh, Andrew, can you tell us uh, your role in Thistle Finch? Yeah, I'm, I'm the owner and founder of Thistle Finch Distillery. We opened in uh, 2013. We actually opened Christmas Eve 2013. Mm hmm just barely before the end of the year and we were hurrying to do that because we had our labels printed that said established 2013 and barely got open to make that <laughs> true. Uh, we're primarily focused on rye whiskey, but we also do gin and vodka. We do two flavored whiskeys and mm-hmm. two flavored vodkas and have some new products we're hoping to get out this year as well, but our Thistle Finch straight rye whiskey is our flagship product and it's Excellent. Where are you guys located? We're in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So we're actually downtown in the city of Lancaster. Uh, we're about four blocks from the uh, center of town. Excellent. Okay, cool. Uh, anything else you want to add about your contribution to the blend? Um, no, I mean, it's just uh, really cool. I do remember, you know, when I started our distillery, my distillery, there was a couple like Dad Tab was there. And Wiggle Whiskey, and mm-hmm. I was definitely inspired by them, and wanted. I was really excited about being part of bringing whiskey, specifically rye whiskey, back to Pennsylvania. And mm-hmm. now, whatever it is, four or five years later, there's an event like this with you know seven distilleries, and I know there's more in Pennsylvania making rye whiskey. Yeah, and it's really cool to actually see that coming about, where there's so mm-hmm. many people excited about rye whiskey, and it's really exciting to me to be just a small part of contributing to bringing back an industry that was huge and now it's having a small resurgence in this mm-hmm. so um yeah you guys also talk about spirits other than whiskey on your podcast no mostly just whiskey mostly whiskey yeah. oh all right well then yeah that's, that's but i mean we're we're you know we enjoy all, all spirits. <laughs> yeah, but whiskey's the focus. And Wh- I did just the focus, yeah. subscribe to the podcast on Excellent. I use Overcast Podcast app. Awesome. So oh, I appreciate that. I'm a new subscriber. I got a four hour drive back to Pennsylvania. Back oh, good. To you got plenty of so content to, to take it. Um, what, uh, what made you want to be a distillery? Um, years ago, I had friends that were making beer, home brewing, uh-huh. and I thought that was really cool. Started reading up about home brewing, and somewhere along the way, I just saw something about distilling. And then I started reading about distilling and just thought, this is so much cooler than making beer. Yeah. You have to build this contraption and you end up with hard liquor and not just beer and everybody's making beer and nobody's making whiskey. 
and I was totally enamored with the whole process you have to go through the equipment that you need oh, yeah. like that side of the building things really appealed to me so our first yeah. mill that we use that we still use is one I built myself for 150 gallons oh, awesome. because I really enjoyed that aspect of it the yeah. equipment and the process and understanding what happens when you make whiskey so that really got me attracted to the idea of starting a distillery and then in 2012 as you're probably aware, Pennsylvania created the limited distillery license, mm-hmm. and that just made it really much more practical for someone like me to start a small distillery. Yeah. And I don't know what your philosophy is, since I haven't listened to the podcast yet. A lot of people give the PLCB a lot of crap, but I've told a lot of people, I think Pennsylvania is one of the best places to start a small distillery, just with the laws and the advantages that we have as a small craft distillery. Oh, I, I, I agree with it's that. You know, the, the, uh, the shit that I give the PLCB is more... Uh, PA wine and spirits. Yeah, more the retail side. Oh yeah, now. yeah. It's uh, really ticks us off when we can't get certain certain whiskeys that we definitely want to try. But uh, we are we are grateful for um, the the amount of distilleries, craft distilleries in the area because uh, that's something that not a lot of people know. You know, a lot of whiskey podcasts are based in uh, Nashville or, or, or excuse me, Tennessee or, or Kentucky. Right. And they focus on the you know the typical thing National when you hear product. of bourbon whiskey and, and rye whiskey. And uh, Zach and I's uh, goal is to not only try and review those ones, but to bring to light all the amazingness that um, Pennsylvania's Pennsylvania's pumping out right now because we deserve to be on the map. Yeah, we do. And, and my personal goal is to hopefully make a product that is worthy of being part of that, you know, yeah. not just uh, another passive sphere, but make something that is truly unique and, you know, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Okay, thanks. Alrighty, so I'm with uh, Mike Smith from Mike Barrel Smith, 21. Yeah. So, Mike, uh, what is your role with Barrel 21? I'm really the head distiller, so I'm working with all the farmers, trying to source our greens uh, through recipe development, uh, production, all the way to bottling mm-hmm. and getting it out the door. Um, you know, I have, you know, obviously people who help me, but uh, pretty much most of it is what I'm doing there in the distillery. So how large is uh, Barrel 21? How many guys you got working for you? Uh, you know, we have about a 100-gallon uh, still. Mm-hmm. Um, that we're basically running every day, doing a couple of runs on that every day, filling up, you know, uh, I don't know, three to four barrels a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're, we're relatively small in a lot of ways, but we're really pushing out that local community. Yeah, and where are you guys located again? We're in State College, Pennsylvania. Okay, awesome. Right downtown, or? Uh, no, we're actually on the outskirts, too. It's kind of okay. on the north side. All righty. Uh, I'm not going this year, but uh, my dad and I always... Um, we end up at, at, at Penn State uh, the first weekend in June for um, the state games for Special Olympics. So my dad and I actually coach uh, uh, our, my hometown, my home county's uh, basketball team. So we're always up, you know, we're always walking around. I won't be able to make it this year, but... Um, yeah, they always run up right by the brewery because they kind of do a, a chain from, ten, or from the state, I think. From out oh, yeah, the come, torch run. Right, the torch yeah. run. That comes right up by the distillery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch them every year and cheer them on. So awesome. That's, that's okay. Awesome. Well, yeah. If I, next year when I come out, I definitely have to come out yeah. and see you. Um, so what uh, what made you guys want to start Barrel 21? What made you want to be a distiller? Well, you know, it was, it was one of those things. My background's really as a brewer. Um, so I brewed in the industry for about a dozen years or so. Uh, and just kind of the way life twists and turns. Mm-hmm. Um, we started talking a little bit about uh, working as a distiller with this company. Okay. You know, we, the company owns Otto's Brewery, also owns the distillery. Okay. Um, so I've known the owner there for quite a while, Charlie, and we just started talking up a conversation and realized this could be a good fit. And so just dive back into the research, trying to figure out that side of the operation. Mm-hmm. 
here we are. That's awesome. Yeah. How many how many products you making? How many, how many products? Yeah. Uh, you know, right now we have about 13 products on the shelf, so we do everything from our whiskeys, like our rye whiskey we brought today. Right. Uh, we have a bourbon out. We have a rock and rye. Uh, we have three different rums right now. We have a light rum, a spiced rum that is aged in barrels, um, and we just put out our Navy Strength rum. Uh, there we have a uh, we have a couple gins. We have a regular gin that's really citrusy, great for making uh, like gin and tonics, things yes. like that. Awesome. Uh, we also have a gin that was barrel aged, which. I'm very. Uh, I'm interested in the gin side too, because my my dad doesn't drink whiskey. He won't touch it. Right. But uh, he is a gin fan, so uh, right. I like to introduce to him things other than. Um, oh, what's his favorite? Tangeray. Yeah. <laughs> I like to introduce him to other ones because like there's more out there, Dad, than just you well, know. Bring them by the distillery. We'll Absolutely. Mind. You know, ours kind of find their own little niche in that little pot. Yeah. That's kind of what I love about gins is. You have so much freedom in the direction you go. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to take it really piney, or you want to yeah. take it really citrusy, or you want to take it in a whole different direction. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the exciting and terrifying things about gin. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually had a Barrel 21 product on the show already. We had the the Whitetail. The Whitetail, awesome. So we did two episodes at PA Libations. Uh, one is an interview with Kristen, and then one we sat down with Dana, and she went through probably 20, 25 different whiskeys and bourbons that they have there from all the local places and uh the whitetail whitetail was one of the ones we had so uh so yeah we didn't get a chance to do our, our fun review with that right, one but we because we were going by real fast but uh yeah we're definitely um we we're not short of content for this show when it comes to especially pa whiskeys because uh there's there's plenty around and uh, yeah pa will keep us uh, keep us going if, if if not just all the other you know, all the ones that everyone thinks about when they think uh, bourbon and whiskey. But, um, well, thanks, uh, thanks, for, thanks for doing the sound bit for me. Um, uh, not sure how much we'll make it out, out that way, but... Uh, well, definitely do let us know. You know, we can plan a trip out. Um, you know, there's a couple distilleries right there. We've got us. Yeah. We've got Big Spring right down the road. Right, so yes. we can make your trip worthwhile. Excellent. Yeah, yeah we'll definitely have to. Uh, we'll coordinate that uh, in the future. But, uh, Mike, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, John. It's great talking to you. Yep. So I have Herman Mahalich from Dad's Hat. Uh, Herman, what is your role with Dad's Hat? Well, I'm the master distiller, if I could use that term. I'm the distiller. Oh, yeah. One of the founders and um, one of the people who was the impetus behind starting the uh, the business. Awesome. Um, And where's Dad's Hat located again? Bucks County, Pennsylvania. So that's eastern PA, but... Mm -hmm. I am a Western PA guy. I mm-hmm. grew up in, in the Mon Valley out in Manesson, PA. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if you remember, but I actually met you at the Pittsburgh Whiskey Festival. Yes, at I do. Rivers Casino. I remember that. Yes, yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, And that was, we had, we had recorded our first episode, but hadn't released it yet. So I didn't have much to give you at that <laughs> point. But um, I still have your card on our, on our little pile of, of future shows. There you there. go. But... Um, well, what made you want to be uh, a distiller? What made you want to start Dad's Hat? Well, I grew up in the Mon Valley. Mm-hmm. My grandfather was a rye whiskey guy. Uh, you know, the biggest rye distillery in the United States was in, in uh, right out in a little town that was used to be called Gibsonton, right outside of Manesson, mm-hmm. right between Manesson and Belvernon. Okay. And um, my grandfather's drank that rye in the teens a hundred years ago, and drank it until he was done. He drank rye whiskey until he's. 95 years old in the 80s, and even when he moved in with us as, when I was a young man, when I was a teenager, my job as a teenager was to, when he would tell me, 
bring me my medicine that meant bring me two, two fingers of rye whiskey. Okay. That's some good medicine. Yeah. And back in those days, in the 70s, that was Sam Thompson rye. Okay. And after a certain point, Sam Thompson was no longer available. He, uh, he went to um, Old Overhaul, which okay. was basically yeah. the only thing in the early 80s that was available. Yeah. Um, so I had that kind of rye whiskey, you know. My grandfather, who worked in the in the um, Pittsburgh Steel Company, um, steel comp- the, the factory back in yeah. the teens, figured that what he was doing was not very um, lucrative. So he started a speakeasy in the twenties. Oh wow! And that became our family business. Oh, that's awesome! In the thirties, and I grew up in the bar, you know, in the in the apartment above the bar. Yeah. And um, so I, it's part of my my connection with that whole thing is that. You know, my grandfather, my father were both rye whiskey fans. We served it in the bar, and um, so when when the the trend of rye whiskey coming back uh, from oblivion mm-hmm. became evident back in the mid two thousands, that was kind of a, I started talking to friends of mine saying we should we should you know bring rye whiskey back to Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Now, uh, how'd you get the name? I wear my dad's hat. So it is legit your dad's hat. Oh yeah, the, the hat I'm wearing right now you can't see it, but this is a uh, this is a 40 year old Stetson hat. Okay. And and because as again as you can't see, but I, I don't have much hair, so, so I started the beauty wearing, of podcast. Yeah, I started wearing uh, my, my 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 dad who passed away uh, over 20 years ago now. Mm-hmm. I, I inherited all of his hats, and I started wearing them because I just thought they were really cool and and they're beautiful old Stetson hats. Mm-hmm. And um, when we started talking to the company who worked with us on our brand development, they thought it was a very cool way to establish a connection to my family heritage, my right. dad, my grandpa. Yeah. But what's actually more enduring is that you see the that that, um, that fedora on the label. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to communicate the nostalgia that we want to associate with our brand. Exactly. We want people to know that we're bringing Ryan Whiskey back to its home, back to its historical base here in Pennsylvania. Excellent. And that's that's... So it's a, it's it's a combination of the personal connection plus the, the communication with, with uh, the history the history that we wanted to we wanted to accomplish. That's awesome. And how many uh, products are you guys uh, currently distilling? We have four basic products. We have our our classic ninety proof whiskey, which we sell everywhere. Mm-hmm. We have a, a which is now a four year old straight whiskey. It's an older, rounder, delicious whiskey. We have two barrel finishes. One is a vermouth barrel finish, the only vermouth barrel finish whiskey in the world. We have a port barrel finish, which is in, in Pennsylvania and SLO. We have a couple other fun things. We have a, a maple barrel finish, okay, uh, which is in PA state stores. Mm-hmm. What we do is we take our, our barrels after the whiskey's been emptied out. We send them to a uh, maple um, uh, maple syrup farm in, in Somerset County. Okay, they put maple syrup in them. After five months, we take the maple syrup out. We sell that maple syrup locally at our distillery. Right. And we decided last year we should start putting aged whiskey back in. Uh, okay. So, as opposed to the whiskeys that are really like super mapley, this is just just a kiss of maple. And because well, a lot of those are probably they're probably adding they're adding stuff, stuff to it. You're yeah. not. You're getting. You're pulling the flavor you're from pulling that. Pulling it out. Yeah. And we want it to be whiskey first. Yes. Maple second. Excellent. So it's a really, I mean, we only envision selling it at the distillery 
but it's been super popular, so we're expanding its um, its reach. That's awesome. Well, thanks for thanks for uh, doing a, a quick interview with us. We know um, I'm not sure how much we'll actually make it out to Bucks County, but uh, I know you travel in for for different events. So, um, and, and we'll, anytime you want to you want to come out to Bucks County, we'll we'll, we'll roll out the red carpet. Oh uh, well, thank you. And because I'm originally from Manesson, I'm a Mon Valley guy. I love coming out this way. Excellent. And, and what and what these guys, what what the Huff family has done to organize this event has oh, been yeah. super super fantastic. I mean, I love them. They, they do a great job. They make nice products. They're nice people. They do a super nice job. Absolutely. Uh, nothing I, but great things 100% to say about agree them. with you on that. Yeah, really nice. Armin, thank you very much. Uh, we'll, be t- we'll be in touch to get Cheers. an actual episode with you. Yeah. Full episode with you. Come on out, man. Come on Excellent. out. Perfect. Thank you. All righty. Uh, this is uh, – we're pretty excited. I didn't expect to, to do this. I knew I was going to do some interviews with uh, some of the distilleries here. But we actually have, uh, I didn't know he was going to be in attendance, but we have the mayor of Washington with us. So uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Scott Putnam, mayor of the city of Washington. Glad to be here. That's awesome. So um, talk to me about, uh, talk to me about the importance of the event we just, we were just part of. It's, it's history making for sure. When you, when, when I became mayor, we had uh, no distilleries. We had no breweries. We had a wine and beer making supply store. Well, now we've got a winery. We've got two distilleries. We've got a craft brewery. And just making history as the first blended rye whiskey in the 21st century is, is awesome to be here. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, how, so we heard, uh, we heard Trip say earlier, what, this is the 10th, 10th year for the Rebellion Festival. Whiskey Rebellion Festival. So how big of an impact has that has that festival had on, on the city of Washington? It's – I don't know how to put it in words. It's just such a great <laughs> event for the city of Washington every year, and it's grown every year in its 10 years. Um, partway through the festival, we added a uh, – we covered two parking lots with a steel structure, so now we've got a covered festival space uh, that started out with our, our farmer's market every Thursday through the summer. Uh, they share that space with the Whiskey Rebellion Festival every July, and it's just been a, a great thing. And we get people from all across Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Ohio, uh, just come into Washington County in the city of Washington and make memories. That's awesome. Um, are you a whiskey fan? I am a whiskey fan. <laughs> I drink beer because I love whiskey. <laughs> what's uh, What's your favorite? You don't have to be. You don't have to be biased. I'm a to... big fan of the Liberty Pole Distillery's <laughs> corn whiskey. How much did they pay you to say that? Nothing at all. When when they first started in in town here, they had all their bourbons and their peated bourbons yeah. and their rye, but their corn whiskey is my favorite. Excellent, excellent. What's uh, you know, this is something we usually ask when someone's a a, a main a main guest on the show. But uh, what's your? How did um... I get to be the main guest? You got all these distilleries. <laughs> Here, you know, these guys that what's know your, so much uh, more. Because you were the surprise. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your whiskey? Uh, quick recap. What's your whiskey history? Like your whiskey uh, journey? My whiskey journey. Mm-hmm. Like, you remember the first whiskey you ever had? It was uh, old granddad with my granddad and my father. <laughs> uh, at probably too young to be drinking whiskey, <laughs> but we'd worked outside all day, and they said, "Hey, you earned it today. You can have one with us." And that's awesome. That's my first. Any other ones besides, obviously, the Liberty Pole corn that, that you, uh, or maybe even the, 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 the granddad? Any other ones you, you find yourself going back to? And it could be any, then that would be PA. You know, I, I always, uh, 
I don't know. I always fall back to Jim Beam. It's okay. uh, it's a flavor that I like, and yeah. but that's no, people give it a lot of slack. But you know what? It's it's a good. It's it's exactly what it should be. Right. It's a good value bourbon. Oh, yeah. exactly. And, yeah. You know, it's I, I like it neat. And and if I'm feeling a little odd, I a little bit of ginger ale, but uh, that's that's my go-to. <laughs> that's usually my go-to mixer. If I'm if I'm mixing something, it's usually with ginger ale. I feel yes. like it helps settle my stomach. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for uh, for. Uh, oh, thanks for having me. And, this is great. Yeah. Uh, so check us out. <laughs> I, I will do that. Check and, us out, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, welcome to downtown Washington. Thank you. All right. Well, hopefully we'll see you for the. Uh, we're hoping to come back and do something for the festival, so we'll definitely have to. Well, I'll definitely be here, and if you, you uh, look me up, and we'll uh, do another one. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, so I have uh, Rob Castle. Castle, yes. Castle, Rob, not, not Castile or whatever. Yeah, Rob no. Castle from, <laughs> no, uh, come on, man. That's the way you always know it's a robocall. <laughs> uh, Rob Castle from uh, New Liberty. So, uh, Rob, what is your um, role with the distillery? So, I'm the co-founder and master distiller. Um, and this is the second distillery I've started in Pennsylvania. Um, I think you What's heard... the other? Say what? What's the other one? Well, the other one was actually Philadelphia Distilling. It was uh, Pennsylvania's okay. first craft yeah. distillery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. We did uh, we did an interview with uh, Christian from PA Libations, and I remember him talking about uh, Phil. Yeah. So yeah. excellent. Yeah. So I, I did that before. Excellent. Um, yeah, and then um, I've uh, I also have a small craft distillery in Ireland. Oh wow! That I do as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What's that one called? The Conic Whiskey Company. Okay. And yep. Where in the hell can I buy that at? Uh, in about a year and a half. Okay. When it's four and a half years of age, I'll let you know. All right. Perfect. <laughs> I'll give you my contact. The, the, the joy about like the whiskey business, somebody goes, oh, when can I buy that? And you go, man, a little bit later. <laughs> uh, so you guys are out of Philly then? Yes. Okay. Yep. We Downtown operate actually. right outside of Philly? We're in the South Kensington neighborhood okay. in, uh, in, in Philadelphia. Um, a, a neighborhood that uh, is really kind of cool to see things being built around us. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's, it's an interesting, cool character. The building we're in was actually a horse stable built in 1906 oh, wow. for the Crane Plumbing Company. Okay. So the building just has this like beautiful old natural charm to it. Um, yeah. There's something about like there's nothing wrong with building a new distillery building and nothing wrong because then you can make it what you want. But there's something. I mean, we're sitting in Liberty Pools, you know, distillery. But there's something about putting a distillery in something very historic to the to, the, to that area. That just adds to the character of whatever you're going to be doing. You know what I mean? And see, that's one of those things for me that I think is. The distilling industry in general, so much romance has been put around wine for the last number of decades. Mm-hmm. I think spirits has all of that and then some. Mm-hmm. And it's really nice to see that general resurgence coming back to Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, and I think like the craft distillery boom, like we had the craft brewery boom. That's come and, and it's still going, but it, you know, not, it's not on a decline, but it's kind of plateaued and it's kind of you know where it's going to be. But I feel like the, the craft whiskey boom is, is still on the uprise. And I'm excited to see what else is going to come out of it because, you know, with age, it gets better usually. And um, with all these new ones coming up, you're going to get some pretty pretty interesting things uh, coming, out of, coming out of these different craft distilleries. The interesting thing for me in the craft distilling space is going to be, you know, like if if you look and kind of rewind history a bit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can find it uh, actually at Valley Forge Park. There's this cool stat that they have out there, um, and it shows that Pennsylvania, before or uh, in the 18 mid 1800s, had over 1,300 licensed distilleries. Oh wow! And that sounds 
an amazing number and go, how is that possible with that much less population? Mm -hmm. Well, it's a lot of small ones, and it's a lot of ones tied towards agriculture. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about distilling in general, it's it's directly tied to an agricultural process. Mm -hmm. You know, even the USDA looks at us as agricultural processors. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think you can find a lot of people in Pennsylvania continuing to just let that flourish even more. Like, you watch what all of us are doing that are in the room here today, right? Yeah. And look, we're most most of us have all had Pennsylvania roots. Like myself, my family purchased their land from William Penn in 1708 or 09. Oh wow, that's awesome! And you know, so the idea of taking pride in Pennsylvania and local, more than just that, but really going back to the idea of saying, well, how do I use a local grain and how do I make mine different? Mm-hmm. So then, all of a sudden, you have this cool relationship with a farmer. You're pulling different grains. Mm-hmm. And the interesting tertiary effect of that is you're promoting biodiversity. You know, it's like, yeah. so the funny thing to me about distilling is everybody talks about the romance, the heritage of wine and this varietal, this grape, or where this comes from and that. All of us do that in whiskey just as how we do our work in general. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's such a cool thing, I think, to really come out and see how you see this happening in Pennsylvania, you know, and all of us taking all of our whiskeys, which are cool, different artistic interpretations of everything and saying, Hey, let's do this fun, cool blend. Look, yeah. Ellen and Jim and their family are putting this together. Absolute hats off to them. Mm -hmm. It's so, so awesome. So amazing. them doing this. Um, yeah, they deserve all the credit in the world for pulling this thing together, making it happen, bootstrapping it up. Um, just think the world of them for doing that. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, thanks, Rob, for um, sitting down with me for a couple minutes. Uh, thanks for being part of, of this. Uh, I'm sorry you, you got stuck in traffic, but, you know, the turnpike sucks, and we all know that, um, especially coming from Philly because it's very, very, very long to drive that. Very boring. <laughs> but, no, I mean, look, I mean, for anybody listening to your thing, I think the if you like what you're seeing, you like seeing different selection on the shelf, or you like seeing – you know, what all of us are doing is look, the biggest way to voice your opinion is with your wallet. Mm -hmm. So come to a distillery, do a tasting, pick up an interesting bottle or a Mm -hmm. special release that one of the guys has and try it out. Build your whiskey collection. Definitely. So awesome. All right. Well, thank you again. Yeah. Thank Um, you. Not, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll get with you some point i don't know if we'll make it out to philly but next time you're in town yeah uh, we'll have to we'll have to get you over and get you get you a, your own episode all right and, man sounds uh, good try a bunch of try a bunch of your guys stuff awesome thanks awesome. dude appreciate it okay folks this is uh this is pretty huge uh you've heard us talk about him and his uh awesome family and their distillery we've given rave Haas reviews to everything we've tried of theirs but i have uh jim huff from Liberty Pole here with me. Thank you, Jim, for sitting down with us. Oh, thank you, John. It's uh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for coming on and covering this uh, this cool event. Yeah, we want to thank you for uh, for inviting us down. Um, like I said to the crowd earlier, we did not uh, think that we would be where we are, like being invited to something like this, or even allowed to set up my mics and mess up some of the pictures with my cords uh, at this point in our in our career with our podcast but uh thank you very much we're very humbled no it's our pleasure you guys are doing a you know great uh great service to the whiskey industry in pittsburgh and i mean we couldn't have imagined a better you know kind of a, a partner to podcast mm-hmm. this for yeah. us so we appreciate you showing up we awesome really do. so jim uh go ahead and give us your um what's your role here with liberty pole 
so my role is kind of I'm dad. I mean, basically, <laughs> I, you know, I'm dad. Um, I, I I still have my day job. I mean, you know, one of the best piece of advice I got when we were going to open the distillery was, "Don't give up your day job." Mm-hmm. And and I, I I haven't. And you know, as far as a whiskey distillery goes, um, that was a good piece of advice because you know a whiskey distillery is a little bit. Of a, of a challenge in the sense that mm-hmm. whatever we make, we're sitting on for 12, 16, 18, 24 months yeah. before we can release it. So, you know, we're, we're spending a lot more money than we're generating. Mm-hmm. So to have that, you know, steady income, um, it really has enabled us to kind of get through those first couple years. Um, but, you know, I was the original distiller. I, I taught Rob and Kevin how to distill. Mm-hmm. Um I had a 10-gallon still as a hobby for years. Um, I like to say that I taught Rob and Kevin everything they know, but not everything I know. So, you know, I, I call myself the, you know, the distiller emeritus. Um, I don't really distill here at Liberty Pole, but I taught Rob and Kevin what they're doing, and they've taken it to a whole new level. Yeah. So, you know, I, at, at this point, John, I, I'm sort of the financial guy you know my background is in investments and finance and so you know i've kind of handled all of the background you know the business plan and Mm -hmm. the the financing of the distillery so um yeah that's kind of what i what my role is right now awesome so obviously we're here in washington this is where you are washington pa uh people can find you um how how many products are you guys currently so we we currently so so our core portfolio is five whiskeys. Mm-hmm. So we have our Bassett Town unaged rye, our rye whiskey, our corn whiskey, our bourbon, and our pita bourbon. Those are our five core products. Yeah. Our our goal is to always have those available. Mm-hmm. Um, we do some one off products. We do some seasonal releases. Our our bourbon cream oh. is a fall yes. and winter release. Yes. Um, as something that's not going to be around during the summer. But let's face it, you know, who wants to sit on their deck on a 90-degree July day and have a bourbon cream? You know, <laughs> not me. I mean, I so, enjoyed my coffee <laughs> yeah, but, too but many it, mornings. <laughs> but it, but it's, it's, a, it's a really cool fall and winter release. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so the bourbon cream is going to be seasonal. We tend to do a couple one-off releases every year. Um, this year we're, we're kicking it off with our peated rye cast strength release. Mm-hmm. Um, that may be a core portfolio product in the future. It'll depend on, you know, kind of the consumer reaction yeah. to it. But, you know, our, our goal is and our, our corporate philosophy is we are whiskey-centric. We always want to have our core products mm-hmm. with maybe a couple different releases every year, but are always focusing on being very whiskey-centric. Excellent. And that's, that's something I, I really... I shouldn't say I. Zach and I really appreciate with, um, with especially everyone here, basically, or all the different, is that you guys aren't going the route of, of sourcing something to get you through until yours is ready. You are waiting, and that way, sometimes what I think happens when, when distilleries do that is people get used to the sourced right. taste right. profile, right. and then when their stuff come out, if it's not at the same level or above that one, then it looks like they're doing a bad job. They may not be doing a bad right. job, right. but compared to whatever they're sourcing, right. 
it might not come out. And I and I really applaud you guys for 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 not going that route, for for sticking it out and and waiting for for it to come out and be what it should be. No, that you I mean to be. appreciate that. And you know, source sourcing is a is a perfectly you know it, it's a great business plan. And, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of very successful distilleries that have built a business on sourcing whiskey, and yep. I have nothing against those guys, um, provided that they're transparent and they, oh, yeah. you know, really are are clear to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just wasn't for us. You yeah. know, and, and actually, and you make a good point. Everybody who was here today in this blend, we've all been grain to glass producers mm-hmm. and um you know that's really important to us i mean we we're, we're very focused on working with local farms and, and producing our whiskey completely from local grains yeah excellent all right well i won't get too much more in it because we definitely are going to get an actual liberty pole episode in the books here we'll come down and we'll, we'll do a whole show with you and the whole family and we'll, we'll try a bunch of, of good stuff but um but thank you, thank you for inviting us down here. Thank you for hosting this. Thank you for sitting down with me for a couple minutes. Um, yeah, thanks for everything. Thanks, John. For it was my pleasure. <laughs> um, congratulations on the family edition. Thank you. Um, we, we miss your partner Zach. Yeah. Uh, you know, tell him we missed him, and yeah. uh, you know we'll catch him next time. And thanks right. for thanks for covering whiskey, and thanks yeah. for promoting craft and whiskey in general. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, bud. Appreciate, bud. Okay, so you, you heard all the all the interviews there. Um, I want to give a big thank you to Liberty Pole for thinking of us um, to have us come down for this event and record. That was definitely, I wouldn't say like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing, but it, it was a pretty huge uh, step, I guess you could mm-hmm. say, um, for, for the show. So that put our name in a lot of new ears. Right. Uh, especially distillery wise and mm-hmm. other people who are big with like the whiskey scene. So um, hopefully uh, we just keep growing from here. You know what I mean? Fingers crossed, man. Mm-hmm. So I will link the, the festival, the whiskey rebellion festival is um, July 11th through the 14th. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll link their website uh, in the, in, in the post online um, and in the show notes. So you can check out all the yeah. details. There's no reason for me to talk about all the details there because you can just see them on there. Mm-hmm. Um, the like you said the the Whiskey Rebellion Rye Special Reserve Rye is going on pre-sale soon. When that link goes out, we'll we'll post it on the social medias and, as soon as we've reserved our own. Yeah, as soon as we got our own, and then that'll go on sale in the end of June, so right before the fest. But yes. um, yeah, uh, I'm I'm really glad I was able to go. I was very sad you couldn't come with me, but I understand I know, me too. Um, me too. Next I'm time. just I'm just glad we were able to get the show there. Whether it was me or you, sure. I'm just glad the show was there. A million percent. Um, and uh, I'm excited to see what's uh, what's next. Yes, sir. Okay, well, Zach. Let's end it how we always end it. Zach, cheers to you. John, cheers to you. And cheers to you.